Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee over oh, yeah. there uh, stinks. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't switch it out this morning. I think. Oh, it's so you just heated night. up old. That's uh, from yesterday. Yeah, you just reheated it, it up. Yeah. Should I turn on the? Did pot? you make a pot yesterday? Last night. Yeah. Before I left. You put a pot on as you left the school. Uh huh. Why? Just so we had it in the morning. I won't but do it anymore. Make it, you can okay, make it in the morning. I won't do it anymore. I won't do it. All right. All right. Well, I think we're rolling. Make a, yeah, we're rolling. I think, we're rolling. Uh, yeah, the red light is on. Okay, uh, all right. Uh, hello, everybody. It's April 15th, and welcome to the first episode of the Teacher's Lounge, the first, best, and only podcast tackling issues relevant to the greater Hamilton High School community. Um, you know, for years, Teacher's Lounge has been a, a place where conversations happen behind a closed door. Mm-hmm. Students don't get a chance to hear it. We thought, hey, why not bring those conversations out to everybody so everybody got there? Open uh, that door. Open the door. Blow the hinges off. That's what I said. Good That's sound effects. Great there. sound effects. Very Mr. good. We're Wetterman. rolling. Well, I'm sorry. Oh. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> sorry, I thought someone was coming in through the door. No, 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 no. no. Oh, you know, uh, of course, my name is uh, Howard Levis. I'm your tenured, tenured biology teacher and science department chairman. And I'm joined Are as Are you I, tenured? I am tenured, yes. You were injured in your tenureship. Yeah. Is that true? In the the final interview to sort of grant or deny my tenure. You fell. I fell down. And they said, well, Howard, you're tenured. That's a funny joke. <laughs> That's funny. I think our board of, I think honestly our board I of education is very funny. I thought it was just a mistake you made talking. But no, no, it turns no, out it no. was true. Our board of education is very funny. Uh, anyway, as I said, I'm uh, I'm Howard uh, Levis and I'm here our with Our board of education is hilarious. They are. They are. I, sometimes I'll go to those meetings and just laugh. I won't even contribute unless I'm heckling. Okay, Todd. Todd, you got to quit that. Buddy. I wouldn't even That's really call Todd you heckling Padre. contributing. Yeah, Todd, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? How you doing, Todd Padre Theater? Um, I, I teach all of the theater voice and movement classes, and as well as directing. And for the first year ever, writing the school play. You have oh. great enunciation. Can I say? Thank you very much. I'm self-trained. That's good. Sam, why don't you, since you chimed in, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself yep. to you? Sam Weatherman, you all know me. I teach driver's ed here, also a little student government. Want to make sure we're developing the leaders' minds of tomorrow, today. Now, when also- you say a little bit of student government... 
Yeah. Are you in control of that class, or do you just pop in? I'm more of an advisor. I'm not the teacher of the class. That is uh, Mr. Thompson. Yes. But I'm allowed to pop in and just sort of give my opinion when wanted. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but he has asked you not to show up. <laughs> correct. It's rarely wanted, but I am allowed to pop in. Okay, that's fine. We have an open-door policy at the school usually. We all let each other teach our classes every now and then. Yeah, yeah. I roll in and uh, teach some movement every now and then, show people how to move around in uh, Mr. Padre's theater class. Well, that makes uh, sense for you, though, Bill, because you, uh, of course, why don't you go ahead and introduce Well, yeah, hi, my before. name's Bill uh, Cravey. Uh, I am the basketball coach here, and um, we are uh, currently having a bad season. Uh, we are one in five. Mm-hmm. Um, and In conference. Out of conference, it's much worse. Out of conference, it's much worse. Uh, we haven't won a game in a while, so that one game was good. A lot of people are saying that I uh, sprang a gas leak in the competitors a lot of people you are one of those people because you've admitted it well that is true you say sprang a leak everyone else says that you sabotaged i mean you can't spring a leak on someone that is true uh yeah i i sabotaged the other team and i let uh a gas leak go in the competitors uh it's not the dressing room uh but it is the locker room uh Right, because we do have two. We have separate rooms. Well, Mr. Padre has a dressing room. uh, That's correct. For the theater, uh, and I have a locker room. That's right. right. And in theater, we don't practice, we rehearse. Yes. Which I, 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 as you all know, I do a whole quarter on on the terminology of theater rehearsing Mm -hmm. um, and kind of how one would talk about that so as to sound like a professional. Mm -hmm. We don't wear clothes, we wear costumes. Mm. We don't say Any other words. specifics from the theater department you'd like to inform our listeners about? Uh, we don't say words. Okay. We say dialogue. Okay. We don't take pauses. We take beats. Beats. Mm, that's, that's good. good. That Thank you very good. much. That Thank is very good. Much. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's anyway. Those are the uh, those are the voices you're going to be hearing uh, for the next few weeks while mm-hmm. we get this podcast off the ground. And of course, this is uh, like I said, the first the first episode of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're coming to you from a brand new state of the art facility here at Hamilton High School. It's for uh, the uh, I like to call it the Hamilton High School AV Media Laboratory, mm-hmm. uh, which I was able to build with a mess load of grant money that I got a couple months ago. Uh, we're really excited to is sort there of. Is ha- reason you won't accept that it is called the Philip Harrison Memorial? Feels too, room? feels too specific. We shouldn't give one man credit for a room like this, especially when he's so just like such an old historical figure. He has nothing to do. The kids don't care about that guy. Well, the school exists because of him. I mean, he was the first principal. He built the school with uh, his bare hands. I know that. I know that. But that doesn't There's make a him lot any- of shoddy construction around here. Yeah, too. and we've all built stuff before. Okay, does that mean I built? Hey, I built my own kitchen. I built my kitchen out on my, on my own. Do I call it the Howard Levis kitchen of uh, vast culinary feats? No, I don't. I don't call it that. I call it my kitchen. All right. Well, uh, the, I guess this is an agree to disagree situation. I'll say that I myself will respect Mr. Harrison and mm-hmm. refer to this only as the Philip Harrison Memorial <laughs> AV Room. Okay, fine, fine, that's fine. I'm sorry. I to see start you brought a little. This is just a little bit of that teachers' lounge barbs you're gonna be getting. A lot know? of arguments go on in here. Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've had screaming matches with every teacher in this teachers' lounge. 
for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, mm-hmm. we all have. It's a, it's a heated profession. You know, you give yourself to all these kids, and whether they respect you or not, you have to put up with whatever they give back to you. So sometimes you get a little heated, and we all know that. And that's, that's right. why this podcast exists. It's a chance for us to vent, right? Mm-hmm. It's a chance for us to take those issues that we kind of bottle up all yeah. day long. And- Which I have, uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but there is a new couch over there, and that is a pullout couch now. I brought oh. that in. So we do have a pullout couch now, which I've wanted for a while. Yeah, I took a little nap on it before I left last night. You did? Yeah. And will teachers be allowed to spend the night on that couch? That's what I was hoping. Oh, uh, thank God. Uh, Are you, Todd? What's uh, your home situation right now? Well, my home situation is non-existent. Uh, as you may or may not know, over spring break, Leslie and I continued to be divorced. <laughs> uh, but That's she, still happening, huh? Yeah. Yes. She <laughs> officially made me leave the house. Oh, um, and so that is... Excuse me. And that you is were, pretty heavily. You were just camping outside of the house hoping to get back in, right? That's right. I was doing, um, well, I was calling it doing a hung, um, inspired by the Thomas unfortunately Jane show. short-lived Thomas Jane show hung. You loved that show. That's crazy. Oh, baby, I did. You kidding me? A teacher, a teacher divorcing his wife and then having sex with all the women in town. <laughs> Holy okay. crap. Oh, we're getting a little blue here. We're getting a little uh, PG-13. Yeah. What would you say is the big difference and the big similarity between you, <laughs> you and that character? <laughs> uh, well, I'd say it's, not, it's partially personality and it's partially physical. And I knew coming into it that I couldn't call myself... Yeah. You know, uh, and students cover years on this one. A hung man, um, because as as you all know, I am average size, which is fine, unless you want to be a gigolo for the lonely women of town. You need mm-hmm. to sell yourself as something. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was my thing. I think another difference is um, acting style uh, between me and him. Uh, I come more from a um, again a self taught school of acting. Yeah, you're pretty broad. Yeah. <laughs> That's how your acting style is. It's It's very to audience. It's very presentational. Thank you. Definitely doesn't work on film. We'll say that. Oh, that's (laughs) so far. So far. And a lot of filmic geniuses were appreciated after their time. Sure. Um, You all saw my version. um, My filmed version, Birth of a Nation. Um, I sure didn't. You didn't see that? No, sir. Won't watch it. Uh, It's not like the first one. It's not like the first one. All right. And now they got a new, you hear this? They got a new one coming out. Yes, yes. yes. They ripped off my idea. So long story short, I do need somewhere to live. I spent most of spring break at the YWCA sleeping on the um, cots in there. The young women's? That's the W. <laughs> I believe that's the W. You mean to tell w- me you slept yeah. there and you didn't, you didn't at any point notice that everybody around you was a woman? A young woman, mind you? You know, I did notice that they were all young women and they were worshiping a Christian God and they were kind of associated with each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it sounds like you've been going through a tough time. If you yeah. need anything, you can just, you know, yeah, let us your know. We got we're, you. We're your buddies. We'll help you. Absolutely. Uh, that's funny. We, uh, we got into spring break there for a second. Sam, what'd you do over spring break, bud? Oh, you know, not too much. I tried to tried to get out of town, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, try, I wanted to take a little bit of a vacation. You, you know, tried to. I tried to. That yeah. was the the plan was to get out of town, take a little. <laughs> you had, you were all packed up and everything. I was right? packed up, ready to go, and then forgot. You know, I can't drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, I was did bad. you did you attempt to get out of the driveway? <laughs> I beg your pardon. Did you attempt to get out of the driveway? Did you try to drive, or no, you stopped this, yourself? This happens to me all the time. So, as you guys know, uh, <laughs> my license has been suspended for yeah. gross vehicular negligence multiple times. And <laughs> It's where you. It's where you. It's where you cannot control your vehicle, right. and you are responsible 100. percent The cop for all also the added the that. caveat too that it was gross in that definition, but also gross in like a disgusting definition. Right. It well, was vehicular negligence been that was disgusting. You've yes. been pulled over for trying to drive from the back seat. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I like to push the front chair all the way up, and you know it's <laughs> the kind driver's of, seat you're I, talking yeah, about. Yeah, the driver's seat all the, the way up. The front chair. We'll let him call it the front chair. The it's front fine. seat. What it is is you know. <laughs> I have a tough time with intimacy. Yeah. You know? Mm, yeah, we know. Not so me. I like to get a little something between me and the wheel. So I was kind of using see. that chair as, you know, a body. And, right. And I sort of can hug the chair and the wheel at the same time. And it makes me feel like I'm connected. It's a very unsafe way to drive. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, so, yeah, anyway, I didn't vacation this week. At what point in the drive did you realize, again, that you could you did not have a license and couldn't drive? Uh, opening the door. <laughs> I got outside with my suitcase, and then I realized, you know, I, I was supposed to sell this thing a while ago. I'm not mm. allowed inside of it. Yeah. Wow. The only car I am actually licensed to drive is the instructional vehicle that the school does provide. I'm allowed to sit in the front right seat that also has a brake. But I cannot control gas Sometimes or Sometimes called wheel. the passenger seat as well. Yes. Now, I, as a parent... If I'm listening to this and wondering what, how come you can teach my son or daughter to drive if you have been cited and arrested for gross vehicular negligence on multiple accounts? Yes. Well, you know how they say those who can't do teach? I can't drive, (laughs) but I can teach it. I know how to drive upstairs up here in the old noggin. I know exactly what to do. So I Something can t- about when you get in the car, you lose it. Exactly. For me, it's emotional. I can't emotionally handle driving. Right. That's interesting. You think, I mean, it's probably psychological some kind of way. You probably got some sort of emotional issues or Absolutely. something Absolutely. Like when I see red, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a bull. When I see that red light come on, I just, you know... <sighs> It's just hard. Can we yeah. move on? I'm yeah, sorry. sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, Sam. We didn't no mean problem. to tear it up like that, but sorry. Uh, what about you, Bill? What did you do over spring break? Well, uh, me and my wife, we went down to New Smyrna Beach, uh, oh. Florida. Uh, I I was dying to do some boogie boarding, and as you know, they got the best waves, um, 60 foot in from the beach. <laughs> Perfect boogie boarding waves. Yeah. How tall are the waves? It sounded for a second like you were going to say they had 60-foot <laughs> no, waves. No, no, they're no, no. just knee slappers. They're just normal they're, waves. They're knee slappers, exactly, yeah. Sam. They're, they're, you know, a lot of beaches you got to paddle out to get to the waves. Yeah. Right. This beach has a very steep incline, so those waves, when they come in, they come in hard, and it is perfect for boogie boarding. They throw out that little thin film that helps you slide up up on the beach, mm-hmm. and then when the water goes away, you're just beached there on your boogie board, and that is perfect for my boogie board. So we went down there, uh, and uh, well, as you can see, uh, take a look at my chest here, I am... Whoa. Beat up. Whoa. Ooh, wow. Beat up from the boogie board. Good grief. Um, that looks yeah. like that red asphalt video they watch in the hell class. That you looks like, it? yeah, the red asphalt. That's the one that they made with German prisoners. <laughs> I think so. The driver's ed video where everyone's head gets uh, exploded and there's blood all over. Anyway, yeah, yeah. your chest looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> looks all scratched up. Yeah, well, you Brown know, beef. this is what. That's a movie. Um, this is what us boogie boarders called 
being raw, and you know you've had a good time uh, when you're raw. You and, and you don't wear a rash guard or anything like most. Of, most no. of the time, people with sensitive skin they'll put on a, a rash guard. You wear a like rash that. creator, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people call it a sandy shirt, um, which I'm trying to get it uh, 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 licensed, uh, or I'm trying to create or, or invent a, a rash creator. Um, because you know it just feels good. It feels like you you know you, you think really there's a market for that out there. I mean, if, if considering the boogie boarding community and do they want rashes? Yes, yes, I think there is. I mean, the competitive boogie board community is you know uh, uh, worldwide um, eighteen people. So Can I mean, I, I know a I could, question. Yeah. What is it about boogie boarding that's so exciting opposed to like surfing, something like that? Is it the rash that you get or is it more about the style of moving well, in the water? What? Well, it's really just being on your belly on a styrofoam board close to shore. Mm. You don't got to worry about a shark or anything. Mm -hmm. And it's just exhilarating when you come down and you are slapping on that water and your neck is like a rag doll mm. and you're going, yeah, that ow! <laughs> That's fun. Ow! That's oh! Fun. You like that. Um, I love it, and I'm beat up. I'm beat up. I mean, you can see the bruises. Mm -hmm. um, you can obviously see the neck brace I'm wearing. Uh, <laughs> I actually, uh, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to be rude and right. mention the neck brace. Right. Um, I should have maybe started with the neck brace. Now, is that right. something I can sign? Can we get that going where we all sign Well, the I mean, brace? look at the back. That's my daughter's signature right oh, there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she can barely write. <laughs> yeah, it ended up... <laughs> It did end up looking like a swastika um, on accident. It did. It did. Well, and I, my, I, mean, my, for, I said, make what you want, baby. And as you see, um, I whited out a couple of the lines. She's 15 now. <laughs> yes. So she's either illiterate or a bold racist, and you've decided to go with illiterate. Well, that's what I'm pushing. <laughs> she can't read or write. Yeah. She's I'm, not. My question racist. is this. My question for you is this, Bill, really honestly. Uh, not to gloss over your racist daughter or anything, but my question for you is this. You had your whole basketball team running drills all spring break long, and you weren't even there for one yep. day. I put them on a, a time a timer, and I said, you guys are going to run suicides until I'm back from New Smyrna. And, um, you know, probably a lot of them left because they knew I was gone. Mm -hmm. um, but I, over half of them were still there running when I got back. Um, and I'm tough on my team, you know. I mean, I know. Some, some people say you're so tough on them it makes it hard for them to, to, to play well because they're scared of you or they, they, they don't necessarily give their all because they're afraid I, well, of the repercussions. Take, for example, in the last game, uh, when I pulled Luke's pants to the floor, underwear and all, and I spanked him. Uh -huh. Let's take uh, that as an example yeah. of your behavior. Was that too much? Yes. No. That's what I think. Ah, I think we have I mean, you saw his behavior. Here. He would not. He thought we were in his own defense. We had obviously changed to a man-to-man, -man, and I just, you know. I think word around school from a lot of the parents and sort of the boosters is that you don't really understand what the actual goal of the game is. <laughs> you want them to be in really, really good shape and listen hard. But you're not really telling them much about how to shoot or you know right. when to pass, screen away, things like that. Yeah, I am focusing on a lot of the wrong things uh, in practice. Um, we don't shoot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> why now? Why is that? Because you're a basketball coach. Well, I want to 
I want to really uh, focus on one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Fundamentals. We want to start with the fundamentals, and that's running. That's getting yourself in shape. That's moving from side to side. Um, that's jumping. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to allow balls on the court. So you sort during... of run like a CrossFit. <laughs> well, I mean, that, yeah. In His, your five-year plan, when do they start shooting? Or maybe uh, for, if would, I'm a freshman on your team and I want You will go. be a sophomore in college before I get the balls out. Okay. I feel like that might not be the best the best method to create a winning program. Listen, I, I it's you just gotta get the fundamentals How and we're not. How did y'all win that on. one game, by the way? I missed it. I haven't seen any of your games this season. Oh well the other team all went to the hospital because of the gas leak. Oh, so they didn't And even it was play. called. No. It was called at the half, after the half. What, what was happening for the first half? If I remember correctly, the other team had already been gone, gone to the hospital, and you were still down 42-28. You were scoring on the wrong baskets half the game. Well, yeah, I uh, we did... The, the other team was sent to the hospital, and we did decide to play another quarter against <laughs> no one. And my... And my team did quickly score 13 points on the wrong goal, which was a fluke because I haven't even introduced balls to them. Um, so uh, it was especially humiliating. It's, it's interesting that the state athletic department let that happen, I'll be honest. Yeah. I, you know, I think they're they can kind of going see when someone's trying like, their hardest. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? You're clearly trying your hardest out there. you got a red face every game. And, you know, uh, if someone's trying hard— Well, that's hard, because I drink heavily before yeah. the games. Well, um, red face to red face, and I think people like that. Mm-hmm. And not that anyone was asking, but I did. I did want to let you guys know that I took my spring break to finally file that paperwork to run for mayor. Congratulations! Oh, congratulations. Yeah, right. Finally, getting some things changed in the city. Yeah, you know, you hope, you hope you can. You know, you you go into these kind of things thinking that you're going to be the the, the great savior of uh, the county, but pff, who knows? I'm going to do my best though. Uh, took a long time to do all that paperwork though. Really? Yeah, really. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of alone on it, right? You're just filing and running from here by yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. No support system. Uh, I have yet to find someone who will be a campaign manager. Uh, my family is opposed to the idea. Uh, and, and, you know, I've been searching for supporters around town. Everybody I've said went to the grocery store, told the cashier uh, I was running for mayor. <laughs> and she said, I don't know why you told me that. Uh, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, nobody seems to care, you know, and I think I'm I'm the right person for the job, you know. The incumbent mayor of this city has just ran it to the ground. You well, know we know I mean? you're a teacher. We know you're responsible in that field. What mm-hmm. would you say are a couple of your running platforms? My running platforms? Uh, well, first of all, no driving after 6.30 p.m. Love it. <laughs> yes. Love that, it. that Just get those roads clear so we can all go for walks at night. You go- <laughs> For walks at night, so yeah. you specifically want walk. It's not yeah. like a uh, observe the Sabbath every day. No, 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 no. It's just to get those roads clear so I can go for walks at night. <laughs> well, so you want to walk in the middle of the street? Uh-huh. I don't want, uh, yeah. You know, at night, you once want the sun to goes down. just be able to kind of walk around blindly and not worry about a car. Yes. Yeah. Right, well, I mean, not every platform is going to be popular. No. Right. And that's a tough one. You know, people love to drive. Uh, how many no times offense. have you been hit by a car? Oh, God. Do uh, <laughs> you want to you know how many times I've been hit by a car and the person has admitted it? Or like, hit, do I include hit and runs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. So I'd say probably 15. Yeah. How 15. many people have admitted it? <laughs> Huh? How many people have admitted? Yeah. Seven. Seven. That ain't oh. that bad. That ain't yeah. that bad. Seven people have like sort of stopped when they hit me. You know, it's uh, not really bad till you're hit by your own car. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. But you were. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in the drive-thru at McDonald's mm-hmm. and 
I okay. had gotten out because I dropped a couple pennies. Mm. And you know how a penny hits the floor and it rolls. <laughs> you know, so I'm chasing this penny. And unfortunately, the path is right in front of my own car. I had forgotten to put it into neutral or park. So many choices. Just yeah. don't leave it in drive, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. I left her in drive and boom, right over the old leg. Uh, wow. Good grief. God. Well, your leg still looks bad. Thank you. It's too bad you weren't up for tenure when that happened. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I wish I could be tenured. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, we're in a city with the world's biggest Kia Soul manufacturing plant. How do you think that'll affect the constituents to have such an anti-driving policy? I'm not. Now, I'm not anti-driving. Of course, the other side of my my uh, platform is that I believe more people should be driving before 6:30. I think we need to increase congestion uh, <laughs> on our streets. To slow people down, you know, so that they don't hit people. May, I mean, honestly, guys, most of my platform revolves around the fact that I have been hit by cars for mm-hmm. yeah, all my life. Yeah. Over and over again, it seems. So most of my platform does, in fact, revolve around sort of making the roadways safer for me and for people like me who are sort of prone to auto uh, collision. Well, yeah. every politician starts by doing a bunch of things that are good for them. Mm-hmm. And then they try to broaden it out and hope that it affects more people. Uh-huh. Right, yeah, you know, and, and the, the impetus for getting in was, was selfish, I'll admit that. Yeah. It was selfish. But once I've sort of laid the groundwork for my personal platform, I'll start thinking about other people, start thinking about uh, ways that I can better other people's lives in this town, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe finally uh, open up a post office. <laughs> and maybe we could finally put out the supermarket that's always been on fire. You know? I don't know. I would say uh, that sounds like a good idea, Bill, but I'll tell you this. That is the single biggest tourist attraction in this city. Yeah, and can I tell you this? Best meat department you're going to find. <laughs> Best. I yeah. mean, you're not going to get tri-tip like that uh-uh. anywhere else. I mean, it is always going on. Yeah. That's true. It's... <coughs> you all right? Todd, you all right? Um, Are you taking a pregnant pause right now? Was that a pregnant That was beat? a beat. That was a beat for drama. Mm-hmm. Very dramatic. Before I was going to say, it's very good meat. <laughs> wow. Wow. Good, I good. mean, that was amazing. We yeah. said almost the same thing, but yours hit so much harder. Yeah. You're that's, welcome. Oh, that's boy. the power of Well, guys, I feel like drama. we've been talking about ourselves we, a little bit. Let's, let's, let's move on to the yeah, podcast, Yeah, you know, we right? got a, we got, uh, I had a segment planned for today that I would uh, love to get y'all to weigh in on. This mm-hmm. is a, a segment I'm trying to call Teacher's Pet Peeves. Right? This is a segment we're going to kind of do periodically where we talk about those little things that just get on our nerves as teachers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, for me, it's when uh, the kids start giggling when I start talking about the human anatomy, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Are you talking about lungs and no, stomachs? No, no, Bill, of course. They don't, they don't laugh at that. They laugh when I say... <laughs> lungs look pretty funny to me. <laughs> and stomachs? And it's all piled up on... What are you talking about? I think we all get it. I think you, it's pretty weird that you're missing what he's talking about. What are about. we talking about? A gangly skeleton bopping around the room? That's hilarious. <laughs> well, no, Bill. What I'm talking about, I'm talking about penises and vaginas. You know that section of the uh, curriculum where you got to start talking about stuff like that's that? That's not funny. <laughs> that's what I think. I don't think it's funny either, you know? So it, it bothers me when these kids can't stop giggling, you know? It, it adds 15, 20 minutes to my lesson plans when I got the ship... In order, you know what I mean. So it gets pretty frustrating. Y'all got anything else? Y'all, what, how, what how much? Else how much giggle time would you say you're losing in every? Cl- you're saying about twenty minutes of every fifty minute class. You're I'd losing say on giggles? a good day, I'm losing fifteen. On a bad day, twenty twenty five. Wow. Of a forty five minute period. Well, yeah. is it because 
Is it because you um, draw little faces on the genitalia and stuff to make it less scary? I and you give you them little character names and you have them play out little scenes as Mr. Penis and Miss Vagina? Is well, that I mean, why? that is a truth of what happens in my class, but I can't tell you if that's the reason they're giggling or not. They don't say, I'm laughing because this is the way you choose to teach this. I think that's relatable. I think that's a great way to teach I do, it. too. It makes it less, uh, you know, it makes it less foreign. It's like, oh, that thing's got a face. I can, I can, uh, that, that I bring, can relate. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think relating to kids is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. one of my pet peeves, to be honest. When I try to break it down and really get close with a kid, and they say, ew, back off. Mm-hmm. Ew, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Ew, ew, get away from my car. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, that's my pet peeve. What are you doing so close to their cars, Sam? Just getting tips. I'm just walking up to them and sort of, you know, these kids are at ease because they're new drivers. They haven't mm-hmm. seen sort of the horrors that come with driving after years and years like I have, mm-hmm. right? So they're so relaxed, and I'm just trying to get back to that place. So I'm trying to relate to them. Mm-hmm. But you're spying on them driving, trying to learn. What? I mean, if sitting in their backseat under a blanket is spying, then yeah, sure, I guess you could say that. But I think I'm observing. I say that is spying. Okay, well, I guess my pet peeve is invalid then. No, no, Sorry, no, 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 that's not. We're not passing hey, well, judgment well, well, on pet peeves. Put that glass down. Yeah, put it Don't down. Don't throw Oh, all right. That's another thing we got to talk about, Sam. You getting your temper in check, my friend. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Because I have a temper. Yeah. Listen to how you're talking to me right you're now, right. buddy. You're right. Come on now. You're right. What have about you, y'all, Todd? You got something? Um, have I got something. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it also goes with... I think it also goes with the students complaining about something I'm doing. <laughs> Which yeah. is unfortunate. You know, I wish they would do something. <laughs> are you saying that, that all, all of that. our things are all of our things have been things that we do to the students? No, but I'm with I'm with them. I mean, well, we're the adults. Yeah, we can do what we want. That's the point of being an adult. The students have to follow along. And so my complaint is a lot of the students when I presented the play, which as we have not announced yet, this is kind of a big announcement, but it's going to be a six-hour drama about my life, um, kind of in, in the style of um, other <laughs> angels in America, um, and it's it's going to kind of uh, it's going to be very realistic to mm-hmm. what I have experienced with my divorce and my children not mm-hmm. speaking to me and the whole hung thing. <laughs> and the students have kind of said a lot recently. Can't we do something fun that other people recognize? <laughs> And I've kind of said, well, hey, Hamilton had to do Hamilton when nobody knew what Hamilton was, okay? Everybody knows those people, though, in Hamilton. I had no idea who most of them were. (laughs) Really? None of them? No. I knew, I knew, I, well, we all knew one of them from the milk commercial, obviously. (laughs) But beyond that, nobody knew these guys unless you were some sort of American, AP American history proctor. And I think this is a good point because you are supposedly a theater official. I mean, you teach theater. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know who these famous guys are, there's, there's a problem. Absolutely. If in the theater world, there has not been a play written about Alexander Hamilton yet or those other fellows whose names I can't remember because they're not in the title of the play, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to know who those people are, okay? Agreed. Uh, 
And so your pet peeve is the students complaining about having to do your pay, your they're, play. They're complaining about wanting to do that play. Also, it's pretty heavily. The dialogue's pretty heavily written for me. And I think they're for little, you. Yeah, I'll be in the play. I'll be the. It'll be the first uh, teacher directed and starring performance that our high school has ever done. Mm-hmm. And, and I, it would. I've seen this script, and I would. I don't know a ton about theater, but I would characterize it as a one man show. <laughs> Absolutely. With an audience, an applauding student audience. <laughs> Absolutely, that's correct. Well, and On it, stage with you? A one-man show is in the title. <laughs> so, I don't know what the first half is going to be yet, but I know it will be something colon a one-man show. Listen, I've walked past the theater from the outside and <laughs> heard you. some of the screams, and it sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I think the students are learning a lot. <laughs> the students are learning a lot from me, and I'm learning a lot about myself as a performer. Uh, as an artist and as a, uh, a human man. Now, as a teacher, I think I learn a lot from students. Would you say you're learning anything from them in the process? Uh, I guess I'm learning that kids love to be on their cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> you're just learning that now, Todd? Good grief, son. Well, yeah, as you guys know, my children, uh, we could not afford cell phones, so they did not have them to be on. Right, your children are very poor. That's right. <laughs> well... <laughs> They're cash poor. <laughs> they owned a lot of. They do own a fair amount of land, but you won't give them any money. No, I won't give them any cash. And if they want to liquidate their land, that's that's for them to do. Okay, that's not my decision. I saw I saw your daughter meeting with a real estate agent at Starbucks downtown the other day, and she was ill-equipped. <laughs> the agent, I hope. <laughs> The what? The agent was ill-equipped? No, she was ill-equipped. Oh, well, that's not like Mary. I mean, she's 10 years old, for God's sake. Yeah, I don't think she knows what that land is worth, and I think that real estate agent is, in fact, a con man trying to take her for all she's worth. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) Oh, good God, Todd. Well, Well, I have a a pet peeve that is for sure about the students. Um... (laughs) I am tired, as you guys know, I teach Spanish, um, and I am so tired of the students raising their hands and saying, Mr. Cravey, you teach Spanish, but you only know one word in Spanish, and that's baño. <laughs> you're tired so, of that? He's tired of it. Okay. Why don't you so just what, explain to them? Oh, that you're... I said this. Oh, yeah, that's a good solution. Explain to them the reason... Which is that you didn't want to be the Spanish teacher at this school. You wanted to be the basketball coach. That's exactly right. But as you guys know, I used to coach for NCAA, um, and I was fired. Uh, for no a team vi- specifically. You kind of <laughs> just coached whatever team would have you for a minute. Yeah, you were like an NCAA, uh, NCAA coach. Well, yeah. I floated around. But on the final team I was on, which you all know, Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was fired for a violent on-court outburst um, in which I got very angry, um, and I marched into the cafeteria, which is adjacent to the gym, and I found a full tray of lasagna, and I threw it in one of the referee's faces, um, and it was hot, and it burned his face, and then I was fired. Um, but I still have that clout, uh, although I am not currently great at coaching basketball. I come with a pretty high salary, so they did have to fire the Spanish teacher, and I had to uh, <coughs> coach. I mean, sorry, not coach. I don't coach Spanish. I right. teach Spanish. Uh, yeah, you should take my theater class. 
I know, right? But I don't have one about Spanish, so oh, I don't you know. Don't? What, to do. uh, uh, what was that thought process like? Because I think one thing we all have in common is we've all seen red and done something that we've regretted for the rest of our <laughs> lives. For you, what was that thought process on the walk to the lasagna and the walk back? Because that's not a short march. It's not like a high school campus. You were on the University of Michigan campus. Yeah, I that's was. That's premeditated. Yeah. Well. <laughs> You're saying you baked the lasagna. <laughs> well, that, there was. That's exactly what happened. There was no. They don't serve lasagna during a game. I brought in lasagna because I said, if anything goes down with any of these refs, yeah. I am throwing a full plate of lasagna in their face. If anything, so I, if anything, they made a single call for the whole game. <laughs> well, now you know if they made a call against me. Right. You know, can I just say something? I think. If I'm just listening to us and, you know, mm-hmm. we're all here to be friends and sort of right. better each other, right? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we all got a little bit of a problem with anger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's something we could work on. Yeah, I think we could all – I mean, that's what – theater is very therapeutic for me. I don't know if basketball is therapeutic for you mm-hmm. or uh, um, politics is therapeutic for you. or It's uh, an outlet. It's an outlet. We all have an outlet. Yeah, yeah we all, everybody needs an outlet. Uh, and for me, this is almost like another outlet since my um, therapist got a restraining order against me. It's nice to be able to talk about something else uh, um, to other people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, guys, uh, I think it's time to move on and introduce our guest for today. Um, mm-hmm. Really excited today. We, uh, we're we going to have guests on the podcast here and there, and we're really excited today. We have your, uh, your shop teacher. You are all familiar with him, of course. Uh, this is Mr. Klaus Kendall. Hey guys, right. how are you? Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, we're so glad. All right. to have Thanks you, for being here, Klaus. No, it's good to be here. Good to see you. Good to be away from those kids, right? Oh. <laughs> you still got on your shop glasses, Klaus. I never take them off because safety first, last, and always, like the great Barry White sang so long ago. <laughs> yeah. Is that one of his? Uh, I'm not a big Barry White fan. But it does sound romantic, whatever You've got to check out Barry White. This stuff is so good. You know, he's got a real deep voice, and he just sounds like, uh, you know, just like uh, like sex all over the place. You know, people mm-hmm. love it. It's, it's great. It puts you in the mood. Huh. Huh, we can talk about this stuff, right? Because there's uh, kids around. I mean, I, I think kids can, can process things much deeper than what we allow for them. I agree I don't, with that. I, you know what? But I don't like that. No. I, don't, I wish they wouldn't do that because uh, a lot of times I'm standing up there in class and I'm watching these kids. They're working on a lathe or whatever. They're trying to whittle a goddamn uh, birdhouse and I just want to talk about grown-up stuff. I want to tell them what it's really like. And, uh, and, and part of it is I know they won't understand me. That's why I like it. But I, I'm not allowed to do it. But you're telling me like uh, this idea they can process stuff we don't know about I, I don't like that idea I, I think uh, have you ever watched any of the films of Wes Anderson I've seen two of them okay um, well Ocean's Eleven right <laughs> uh, no I think that is Ocean's Twelve uh, no okay yeah Ocean's Thirteen uh, <laughs> have no. you seen all three of those or are you just <laughs> I've seen two of those you've seen two, two of those, those. okay I saw, you I saw Eleven and Thirteen oh, okay I sat out Twelve yeah and was Thirteen did you understand what was going on essentially yeah, I mean, it was like, uh, it's Las Vegas, and uh, they're like, uh, we want uh, money, but we don't like to, you know, get it the regular way, so let's steal it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> that's right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, well here fun. you can talk about your problems, all right? If there's anything that's bothering you, you know, I'd say that this is what the teacher's lounge 
is absolutely mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. yeah. Teachers Good. getting together and talking about what's on their mind, you know, anything. Yeah. Is there something specific maybe that's been sort of burning on you that you wanted to get off your chest or anything? You know, a lot of these kids, uh, they don't respect wood, you know. They 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 treat it like it's just like a hunk of something, and it's uh. like that used to be a tree. It was a living, noble thing, yeah? and I feel mm-hmm. like uh, trees... Trees are like uh, they're like royalty on this earth, you know. They've been around forever, and we got to respect them. And I, I I try to encourage the kids to say a little prayer before they even pick up a piece of wood and say thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank I was you for your service. I was actually going to ask you if the uh, the teachings of the church you started have sort of filtered into your your woodworking the church uh, the church where you sort of worship nature and and things like that yeah i started a druid church uh over on uh, uh elm street duh of course <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's going great we, we're up to like 10 people now and uh we just worship nature and, and uh, mother earth gaia and uh we're nude a lot of the time uh when we're not nude we got our cloaks on you know and we're doing we're constantly doing rituals and it's uh, and it's great you know it's it's wonderful feeling of being connected to the planet i have seen you in your cloak um and why did you say hi <laughs> i feel <laughs> I was a little bit taken aback because you guys are nude a lot, and I've heard that. Yeah. And um, I would not even really consider that a cloak. Uh, that's a short shirt. Um, so I can, I can but still— But it's brown. It, it is brown. So it's like, you know, it's like cloak-colored. Yeah, it is cloak-colored, but it is just a too-short shirt. And I could, you know, I could see everything you're working with, Klaus, and I just—I couldn't face you. I couldn't say, hey, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, look— Cloaks are hard to find. Like the the real top of the line ones, mm-hmm. Jesus, they want the sky for these things, right? It's like uh, I'm on a teacher's salary over here. I can't afford to get like uh, fucking uh, Gandalf level quality. Right. I'm just looking to have a cloak that I could do worship in, and uh, you know, help. Uh, you know, add some uh, some pomp and circumstance to the rituals and everything. So I'm like looking through my closet. Bah, 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 bah. I got a brown shirt. Great. Haven't haven't worn it in a while. Turns yeah. out it doesn't fit as well as I thought it One did. One of your members was just wearing a vest. One of your whole a vests. brown vest, <laughs> so almost you. the same color brown as you. Pretty close. I just think it's great that you're one of those kind of guys who can just sort of make something out of anything. You know, sure, you're mm-hmm. on a teacher's salary, but you work with wood. I mean, your house is gorgeous. Thank you very much. I built it all myself. I built it from the ground up. The foundation is wood. Yeah. The whole house. So you put is a big wood. piece of wood on the ground Just and then a built a big, huge. I made essentially a foundation from scraps that I got mm-hmm. at the lumber yard. Some stuff from the dump. People throw wood away in their garbage. That's ridiculous. That's there ridiculous. Was, there was a city council meeting because a lot of your neighbors suggested that maybe that house was. I think they used the word tinderbox. Uh, yeah. Uh, could go up at any time. And we didn't want of, another building that could just be on fire all the time And well, if we don't have to have Trust it. me, if my house burns down, it's not going to be <laughs> slow. <laughs> Here's the thing. My favorite wood to work with, and I try to press this on the kids, is dry wood. I love a nice dry wood. Wet wood, it's, something about it yeah. sickens me, you know, to yeah. the touch. It, it gets doesn't a little feel slimy. Right. Maybe a little slimy. Slimy, yeah. thanks, Ed. You know what I'm talking about. It gets slimy. And and that's more like ugh, animals, which I despise. Like a frog is slimy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, here's, here's the thing. When it comes to nature, 
I like the stuff that grows out of the ground. I like the stuff that falls out of the sky. I can't abide an animal. God, I hate them. We have people. Why do we need animals? Mm-hmm. So, uh, that- in my mental definition, yeah. when I thought of a druid club, right. or a, a nature love it worshiping club, that they were open people that loved everything about Mother Earth. We're reformed. You're reformed. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a specific sect that we split off. I mean, there's a lot of obviously the main teachings are all there, but there's some stuff we don't agree with, like fucking animals. <laughs> Who needs them? The Mother Earth provides us with plants to eat, so why do we need dumb cows running around? And that's the thing that you do. You think the wood before you eat it and you curse a steak before you eat it right that's right I'll still eat a steak to prove a point and I'll look at that steak and I'll say you had this coming I'm glad I'm glad I'm not even gonna enjoy this so you died for nothing and then I chew it I make I make noises like like to really insult the, the steak and then I'll eat as you say eat a piece of wood <laughs> And I'll say, this will be difficult, but worth it. Thank you, Mother Earth. Klaus, can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. Now, is it loud in your classroom? (laughs) Sam, let me tell you something. Between the noise of the saws and the prayers, it's deafening in there. Like, you'd think you were on on a subway station or something, you know? Or like, that's not a good example. What's What's a noisy place... Where there's like machine noise, but also talking. I think you had it perfectly with a subway station. No, I don't know because people they don't they don't talk that much when they're waiting for the subway. Like a, like a construction site. Construction. Maybe you were that's right because yeah. you got the noise of the machines, and then you got the construction guys. Like, what's in your lunch pail? Let's harass a lady. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dad worked construction, and every day he would come home and tell me what was in everyone's lunch pail. <laughs> It's a topic of conversation, you know. When you're at work, you wanna you wanna find out. And they do get a full consensus from the whole crew before mm-hmm. they do harass a lady. Absolutely. Yeah, everyone votes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lady by lady basis. You right, know, yeah. they see what they they gotta go gotta go fast. Yeah, because she's just walking in front of the construction site. Yeah, usually she's gone before they can get a whole consensus. So when you do see a construction worker harassing a woman, know it is unanimous. It's special. And it, it's a compliment. Yeah. It's a compliment. It really is. And they should be flattered. <laughs> All right, now these are some wood fries you have here. Yeah. They look like real fries, right? Yeah, they're in <laughs> like... <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Sam. It's, it's tough, right? And I, wow. What is it? Cedar? Is that... Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's nice. A lot of times uh, I would uh, try to make food out of teak, which is a mistake. It's very, very solid. That is a hard wood. Great for furniture. It's not great for lunch. Yeah. You know you what I mean? You brought in that teak masala the other day, right? <laughs> I thought like the the curry sauces would would kind of soften it up a little bit, but no yeah. dice. That teak is built to last. So that was intentional. That teak masala was intentional. I thought someone had brought in some bad Indian food. No, mm-hmm. no, no. You know what? Here's a, here's what's a big hidden class. Sometimes I cook for the classes. Uh, my balsa base. <laughs> It's like a bouillon base, but with balsa wood. It's very easy to chew. (laughs) At least balsa wood is softer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's nice, soft, delicious wood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, you also bring in pine nuts, but they are pine wood whittled into the shape of acorns. That's right. (laughs) Not even the shape of a pine nut. I'll never eat (laughs) it. 
No. <laughs> yeah, they're pine nuts. They're not pine nuts. No. That so would be you're confusing. saying they're pine and it's nuts that they exist. Right. Well, that's another thing. Can you even believe that trees have a self-replicating capability where they grow up to be these big, tall trees? They're like, just in case, let me drop a few of these around to make sure that uh, we don't go extinct. I mean, animals do that too. Yeah, that is true. You know, I don't like the way they do it, though. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like animals. You prefer kind of a pollination instead of yeah, bee bringing the exact teamwork. Teamwork. Do you, uh, know, so, you know what? I gotta say. So if there was a if there was a small animal that took semen <laughs> from one animal, go on. And well, I you explain this with penises and vaginas. What? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Play. I don't understand the point. That's not funny. Instead Klaus, of a- that's not that funny. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? But look at a picture of lungs. Take it. Look at these lungs. <laughs> oh, come on. That's hilarious. There's two lobes on the left and there's three on the right. That's uneven. <laughs> no, I think... So what's funny to you about lungs is if they're irregular. Yeah, I think it's really funny when the body's not a uh, not symmetrical. When asymmetrical. It, when it is asymmetrical. In that Ooh. case, then everything is funny because that's that's the beauty of the human body. But I do want to get back to except the for Elizabeth Hurley, who's got a perfectly symmetrical face. That is true. She's is a true. druid. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, wow. Reform or Probably conservative? She's she's conservative. <laughs> Orthodox. <laughs> Probably the most famous druid out there. Wow. I'd love to, I don't want to put you on the spot, Mm. but are there any other famous druids that we'd know about? There's a few. uh, Josh Molina from Scandal. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, David Faustino from uh, Married with Children. Mm. Uh, So uh, this seems difficult because there are not a lot of druids. Not a ton. Whittling it down to druid actors, no pun intended, is well, an even smaller group. I thought the pun was whittling it down because I'm the shop teacher. That was the pun. <laughs> did you intend that one? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that I one did. was intended. the actors one. I did not. <laughs> right. <laughs> I put two puns in a sentence, but only one was intended. <laughs> and the fact of the other one infuriates me because it distracts from the first one. Sure. Oh, and Kate Middleton. So one oh. pun. <laughs> She's the last one you thought of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. David Faustino came to mind before Kate Middleton. <laughs> yeah. When you were thinking of famous, is that because he's more famous to you, or just you forgot? I guess I was a Married with Children fan, and uh, I like he does a voice on uh, the Legend of Korra. I enjoy that. Okay. <laughs> Plus, you, well, the first thing you think about her is you know who she is. You know, yeah. and she's the queen. Yeah, who she is queen you know, to be. Queen to be. Yeah. Well, uh, it's actually, uh, guys, this is it's an interesting segue into our next segment. We're I gonna thought do Kate Middleton you. was a supermodel. That's, That's Kate, Kate Upton. Upton. Kate Upton. That's what I oh. Uptown, Middletown. Why, well, if we had a Kate Downton. No. That's <laughs> very good, Bill. We don't do, we, I mean, we don't do comedy <laughs> professionally. No, 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 the, uh, we don't. No, no, no. This is just for just for us here. Um, but, yeah, it's an yeah, interesting segue funny. into our, uh, our next segment uh, where we were going to talk to you a little bit. We, uh, we have a segment we want to do called The Cafeteria Critic. Klaus. Yes. Uh, it's a fun little segment we do where we actually went to the cafeteria before we came in to record and we got a full meal. Ooh, a it's under that, it is under that uh, little blanket there. Yep. Yep. 
And if you could just Is pass this a Pendleton? <laughs> That's a Pendleton. It's a really nice it's a blanket. It's a $320 blanket. Yeah, nice I borrowed blanket. my... I, we needed something to cover up the meal, and I borrowed my wife's Pendleton, and uh, it, there's going to be a little bit of the food stuck to it when you pull it off. I but. wish that was brown. It would make a great cloak. <laughs> it would. It would. Uh, well, yeah, underneath there, you will find a, a protein, a starch, a fruit or veggie, a beverage and a dessert, mm-hmm. uh, which are all options that are available at the Hamilton High School school cafeteria. Yeah, so, so it's a kind of a blind critique. We've painted them all to not be the color that they normally would be, so you don't know oh. what they're going to be. Yeah, like the shapes. <laughs> the shapes, shapes are, are the same. The shapes are there and disregard the paint flavor. We really want you to just... <laughs> oh, so it's actual paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we painted them so, so you can tell. So you like me to eat this, this paint-soaked food. Sure. I mean, yeah, we want a we want right. a natural, a, yeah. real. We, got, we made sure there's no. Uh, we there's tried no, your fries. Yeah, <laughs> we did try your fries. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so we basically want you to just take a bite of each item. Uh, let us know uh, what it is and uh, sort of how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, I'm gonna go uh, take a bite of this thing. It looks like uh, it looks like <laughs> it's shaped like a Salisbury steak. <laughs> of but course, it's, it's green. It's, it's green. <laughs> It's like a forest green, which uh, I don't mind. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's take a bite here. Mm. You should never forget the paint. Okay. I'm trying to forget the paint, but it tastes very strongly of paint. Okay. Mm. That's interesting. Oh, that was tough to swallow. <laughs> and would you say it was because it was the toughness of the <laughs> item? food item? Consistency-wise, uh, I've had tenderer cuts of meat. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of it being drenched in paint, <laughs> that made it very hard to swallow. Okay. Like every, every, I felt like every physical impulse was re- trying to reject this thing. Yeah. But, uh, I persevered and I got it down. Okay. So it's for Salisbury Steak Friday. Uh, Klaus Kendall says, go ahead and have that steak. Try not to cover it in paint. Yeah. I mean, it, if you're not going to soak it in paint, then it's probably okay. It's probably mm-hmm. fine. Um, and if you, you see to the right, um, we have another forest green. <laughs> yeah, these look like I little don't... barrels. I'm going to say they're tater tots. Okay. 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 But they're forest green. <laughs> right, right. Did you just buy the one can of paint? Well, paint is more expensive than I had expected when yes. I went to the true value. But now what do you do when you paint the flats for uh, for the shows, for the well, drama club? And I would love your advice on that. Because right now... Uh, They're the sh- just... It's all wood color. Yeah, so the couple of... Right now it's all wood color <laughs> with a little bit of uh, crayon on there. Crayon! It's, uh, yeah, I tried to do the... Just a little. A little. Well, it's a lot in the scheme of crayon. I used up a whole 48 pack, but a little in the scheme of my large size. And that's a Honestly, bummer because it's should... 48 different colors, so yeah. it looks like trash, really. You just need to sell off that land, okay? Well, I would you love do. to, but that's my daughter's money, okay? And I can't just take it from her. If she wants to sell it off and give me 10%, I'd love it. That's a good dad. Uh, anyway, so yeah, um, have a bite of those green barrels. Barrels. Oh, pop barrels. one of these in your... There we go. Forget the paint. It's still warm. <laughs> trying to forget the paint, but it's. Oh, we. I. You now <laughs> that you picked it up, you can see one side of the actual color of that item. We did not I wish fully I'd, paint it. I wish I'd it. eaten that one because <laughs> the one some... I got felt like completely <laughs> doused in the paint. Uh-huh. Anyway, 
I can sense a little potato in there, but mostly mm-hmm. I'm getting like a real paint aftertaste. <laughs> so okay. you you are right. Those were tater tots. Good job. Good, good. Good, good. You know, this is fun because I didn't anticipate that this was going to be so secretive as well as, but it's nice little mystery with it's each one of It's a fun little foods. mystery, yeah. Anyway, we got three more items for you to take. We could have just easily... I have a blindfold <laughs> on my head. Yeah. We could have just easily. I thought it well, was a bandage, honestly. Well, I'm not sure it's a blindfold. I, I, heard, it was a bandage. I got sand. As you can see, the whites of my eyes are red. Uh, I got a bunch of sand and water in my eye down in New Smyrna. Um, so when I go out in the sun. <laughs> did you just get back? Yes. Did you, came, did you come from New Smyrna directly to this recording? I came straight here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I stopped. I, I was in the hospital for two days, <laughs> but I came straight from the hospital. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we could, you could have used this. So next time we'll just blindfold people. Yeah, we'll see. This seems to be working. <laughs> All right. Let's see. These long, these long skinny things. Uh, mm-hmm. They look like green beans, <laughs> but they are They're a slightly green, but... different green. Yeah. Convenient. Than green beans. Mm-hmm. All right. Eat one of these. Get the paint. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, somebody uh-huh. doesn't like these long things. Someone's a little Ooh. picky. I, I feel like the, 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 it's kind of like a cumulative effect of the paint that I've eaten so far. Um, oh, no, Klaus. Green beans have never been my favorite to begin with, so this didn't make it better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, again, so the- I gotta say, <laughs> strong <laughs> base note of paint, as well as a top note <laughs> and a through line. So you are right about the green beans. Yes. That's what those were. Got those good. Good job. I think the student takeaway from that is if you like green beans, great. But if, like Mr. Kendall, you do not, avoid them. <laughs> I will say I did have all of this food for lunch, and I loved all of it. I will say no paint, of course. Uh, right. I was going to go to the drive-thru, and as soon as I got to my car, I remembered I couldn't go to one. And <laughs> so I walked right back inside. But your car is here at school. Yeah, I got a car at home and a car at school. <laughs> yeah, I had a car. Do, you, do you have cars pretty much everywhere you go well, regularly? Because I have seen you try to get into a car at the gym. Yes, absolutely. Listen, listen, listen. I come from money. You all know that. I don't like to talk about it. Right. But the problem is everyone thinks they're a driver. You, th- you know, it's a normal part of life. You think, oh, I'll just hop in my car. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. So you keep going, well, I need a car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then when you show up somewhere, you go, oh, my God, I drove here illegally. I can never do this again. Right, and right. And there it sits. So you, you, you're often buying and abandoning cars. I'm buying, not selling, and abandoning cars. Right, yeah. right, right. So you... Go back to them when you're at that location. Hey, listen, I still got the title for all these babies, okay? So as, as they uh, appreciate with the dust, uh, you know, I'll be able to sell them. Well, I think the dust makes them worth less. Yeah, I don't think that adds to the value of... They say that as soon as you drive a new car off the lot, it starts depreciating in value. Yeah, car is right. by far the worst investment, by yeah, far, well, especially yeah. for you. Until yeah. you wait long enough, and then it becomes a classic. I got a 98 Kia Rio, baby, that I am just waiting for history to come back But that's what on. the one at the gym, and it was pretty severely wrecked on the way to the gym, whatever the first time you drove there was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I plowed right into the pylon in front of the parking thing. Yes, well, it's it's immobile. <laughs> History. Uh, if you have room for some costumes and a little bed in any of those cars, and I can't stay on this futon for any reason, 
I'd love to sleep in one. <laughs> Absolutely. You got it. <laughs> Do you ever sit in the car even though you can't drive it? Do you ever just sit in there? Listen you know, to the radio? I used to. I used to, but it just hurts too much. Sure. It hurts too much to so be close. in there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Well, Klaus, you got one more. <laughs> you got a beverage there you got to drink. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, this also <laughs> seems to be forest green. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, now, this beverage isn't typically served at lunch. <laughs> Well, it's forest green now. I mean, take off the lid. Take off the lid and take see what it looks like inside. Okay, right. take, take this flathead screwdriver and just go ahead and take that lid off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to have to kind of go yeah, around is, all edges. Is, it's a little bit stuck together with, with some paint. Okay. It's an unusual but familiar lid. It's a very wide mouth container. <laughs> Right. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to both hands this. Mm-hmm. It has a little wire yeah. handle there, too, if you want to. <laughs> smells smells very strongly of paint. <laughs> huh. just take, okay, he's taking a sip. It's like it's a big coffee cup. Just he's warm. Oh, yeah, like you see. Like you look a, like a little kid right now with a big <laughs> cup in his hand. I was thinking like, you know, those print ads where they show mm-hmm. a lady... You know, looking out a window and she's holding the coffee. It looks both like hands. you love some Folgers right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, that's my All right, here we go. Just take a sip. Oh, <laughs> oh big gulp. Oh. <laughs> Shh, no hints. No hints. I wish I hadn't done that. Oh, you got a little blank mustache up there. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Wow. This one really tastes like paint. <laughs> Like what I imagined paint would taste like, I mm-hmm. guess. I've never not in the habit of drinking paint, but uh, you put too much paint in this one. That's too much yeah. paint, you say? Too yeah. much paint. Well, well. Uh, let me ask you this question before we reveal what this is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Is it something that you would be happy or upset to have added to the fountains in our lunchroom? Or to uh, the outside of your home? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so it's something that would be a liquid that would be used in a fountain, but also not applied, typically. not typically, atypically. okay, atypically, but also I could apply it to the exterior of my home. Yeah, to atypically wash it. That's also atypical for me or for everyone. For for my theater sets. <laughs> I think I know. You could almost think. paint your house with it. <laughs> Is it kale smoothie? No, no. I'm sorry. Gosh, you were you were almost four for four there. Oh, what was too it? bad? What was it? It was Gilgen brand paint. <laughs> it was just paint. Forest green paint. Yes. What yeah. happened was. I, on the way here, mixed up the paint and the Mountain Dew. <laughs> Both green. What was supposed to be Mountain Dew. Ended up drinking the whole Mountain Dew by accident and brought you, you the paint. You intended to drink the paint. You yes, <laughs> I had meant to drink the paint. So you... I had meant to drink the paint. Instead, I got that disgusting Mountain Dew. Todd, I gotta ask you, is the reason that none of the flats and sets are painted is because you're drinking the paint? <laughs> Um, I it's guess a ver- now is as good as time to any to admit that I am addicted to drinking paint. I vowed as a child that I would never be an alcoholic like my brother. How old were you when you made this vow? 
How old was I? Yeah, you said as a child, you vowed to never be an alcoholic. Um, wasn't my first words. <laughs> so not that young. Not that young. <laughs> but it wasn't like my valedictorian speech either. I so see. sometime <laughs> between birth and high school graduation. <laughs> you know, exactly. Sometime between zero and eighteen. I would say th- uh, uh, thirteen. Important years, years kids. Important 13. years. Well, zero to eighteen. Yeah, they are. Cherish well, are you? I mean, your belly looks distended. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you almost say thank you? I almost said thank you, and then I, I analyzed the definition of distended in my head. You, do you know what it means now? Uh, well, looking at my belly, I think it's an insult, whatever it is. I think it's bad. <laughs> well, statement of fact. You know. Does distended mean severely sucked in? Uh, well, Because that's what I meant me it as. I don't know the answer. That's what I meant it as. Your uh, belly looks severely sucked in. Yeah, I don't I think, know that there's th- a blanket term for that. <laughs> severely sucked in. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever had to classify something as yeah. severely sucked in. So yeah. there may not be a it's word a, for maybe it. Maybe German people have a word for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, guys. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. This has been a, a fun time on this episode of the Teachers Lounge, you guys. Um, class, we really love to thank you for coming on uh, and and taking part in that uh, fun little segment we did there. Yeah. You guys, maybe drink paint. <laughs> Yeah. We're sorry. We're very we're, sorry for that. And uh, any uh, future guests, just know that we uh, we'll, we treat our guests with respect. Yeah, we're, this we're is never going to happen again. again. I mean, you know, there's food coloring. Why you could have just colored the food? It's literally called food coloring. I don't mm-hmm. care for the flavor. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, just one quick announcement before we get out of here, guys. Uh, you all need to know that uh, prom tickets are going on sale soon. Yes. Uh, Friday at noon at lunch, you can all grab your prom tickets from Miss Holloway in her classroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prom Everybody committee. go to Miss Holloway's classroom at lunch to get your prom tickets. Right. She's all got 2,000 kids yeah. need to go get your prom tickets from Miss Holloway. She, She's the only yeah, place they, you can get them. They could run out, so yeah. really storm <laughs> yeah. that classroom. And if you miss the period, her home phone number number is 679-382-1487. Perfect. Yeah, and she has a very small house, so she will be able to accommodate. Uh, but Feel anyway, free to, I mean, you know wait outside. Wait in her yard. We shouldn't We shouldn't give out a teacher's phone number, so let's go ahead and bleep the name when we give that out, just so yeah. people don't know that they're calling Miss Holloway. Good, good. And, uh, uh, Klaus, uh, um, anything going on in the shop class that you want to plug? Yeah, we're uh, we're building a church. Um, <laughs> we the kids are involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, they don't know what they're building, but uh, soon all will see. Soon all will see. And you have asked anyone to donate any brown clothing they have. Correct? Please, if you have anything, I made a mistake by. <laughs> You know, I got all excited about these uh, untucked shirts, you know? I saw the guy's commercial, he's like, we got scientists uh, working on this day and night, and we finally invented a blouse. (laughs) And and I was like, that's for me! That's before I converted. And I didn't realize, oh, I need a cloak. So uh, (laughs) if, if anyone has anything, any kind of clothing that goes past the thighs... Please, I beg of you, drop it off. Brown rug. These are typical rugs. Anything, even a longer shirt. Yeah. I mean, that would be fine. Yeah, I've got a long Tasmanian Devil T-shirt. <laughs> He's brown, but the rest of the shirt is kind of a blue and white, very bright. How do you think about that? Ooh, is there any leftover paint? 
yeah, I mean, if you could keep me from drinking it. <laughs> you just referenced, you looked down at your messenger bag when he asked if there was any leftover paint. Yes, I care. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I keep my paint in this messenger bag so that I can drink out of it. Look at so many samples. Yes. Um, you also, that's, yeah, that's, that bag has a lot of pockets. You really got a lot going on in there. Yeah, well, I love pencils. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for the for, uh, the first episode of the Teacher's Lounge. Uh, tune in next time where we will uh, continue to sort of air our dirty laundry as we sort of started to do today. Well, I have I do have some dirty laundry over there on that couch, okay. and it is airing out, and it does stay good here. All right, guys. I got to get to my fifth period class. So. All right. Me too. Yep. Stay flippy. <laughs> stay flippy. Stay <laughs> flippy, y'all. That ain't going to be our catchphrase. No, I like stay flippy. This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Raisa Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que no está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aki Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher. Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you listen. Or donde sea. Spanish Aki Presents. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Valid one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 123124. Excludes tax, must update rewards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.